0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. I recently read an article in Kidsbox that has provoked a lot of response online. The headline reads, To the mum at the pub whose daughters were watching their iPads. Yes, these are the controversial posts. There's always someone being judged on the way they parent, someone being techno-shamed. It was basically about one mum complaining about another who was letting her kids watch their iPads at dinner, which then distracted her kids and they had to leave the restaurant. Now, I'm not interested in the shaming or the judgment. What I'm interested in is the issue of technology at the dinner table. Dr. Joanne Orlando is a researcher in technology and children at the University of Western Sydney. Hi, Jo. How are you? Hi. Good, Thanks. Tablets have been around only for around seven years. So they're kind of a new thing for families to have access to. Has there been much research on the impact of screens in terms of the way we parent?
1: Yeah, the research is just starting to come around and, and be published and I'm one of those researchers. So um, one of the things that is really starting to be apparent is how much young children are using mobile devices like an iPad or a tablet or mum or dad's iPhone use. Um, how much of that is taking place in the home? How much of it takes place in a social situation like at a restaurant or uh, you know, a social time waiting in the doctor's surgery all those kinds of times there's a lot of young children and children in primary school who are using devices around that time so there's lots of educational benefits that we're seeing now but there's lots of other kinds of practices that are coming about like using a device to keep a child quiet you know we could sometimes call a digital babysitter so there's these two uses which are sort of playing off against each other and causing a bit of uncertainty around this area.
0: So it would seem obvious that screens during dinner whether it's the adult using their iPhone to check text or email or if it's the kid playing a game. It it seems obvious that it's not great for communication but of course kids um, are still developing. Do we know that impact, that specific impact on them when it comes to sitting down around a meal?
1: Yeah, there's a a number of things and they're probably pretty common sense um, but there's a number of things that are coming out in the research one of which is around if young children are consistently using an a device um, and if it's consistently being encouraged for them to use it to keep them quiet, then it's going to affect something like their language development. And if you think about it, if, you're consistent, if a, a two-year-old is consistently on a, a device, if they're in the car, at a restaurant, at a cafe, that kind of thing, and they're consistently using a device in those kinds of situations, one, they're not going to learn the, the correct social skills around being out in public and being with others other people. But also there's a lot of missed opportunities in terms of them developing their language and learning to talk and becoming articulate because developing language is something that needs to be a daily thing Um, and there's lots, there needs to be lots and lots of opportunities to talk to different people in different kinds of situations about different kinds of things. That's part of language development. So if a child is consistently on a screen, then they're missing opportunities to develop their language. And I think that's a big one for children.
0: And in contrast to that, I mean, I I get that. But, I mean, today parents are expected to be... So vigilant. So I often think that my parents, when they needed a break, would have just told me to go run out in the backyard. Now, I don't have a backyard for my children to run out in without me being present and watching them. And I I imagine there's lots of parents who don't have that kind of um, ease to let their kids go off and do things on their own. Um, Is it really wrong for parents to use these tablets when they need a break? I mean, even... Occasionally at a meal when they just want to have adult conversations.
1: Yeah, I think anything in moderation is fine. I'm a parent myself. I've got three children. I know there are times that you just need quiet or you just need to concentrate and, do and finish something off. And that kind of thing, we know that's okay. Sometimes you might ask them to use a device. Sometimes you might ask them to read quietly or uh, those kinds of things. That's part of a family life. But the issue is when it's a parent's go-to strategy, as a way of managing their child's behaviour or as a way of keeping their child quiet. If you need, if it, you know, it's probably important for parents to reflect on that over a day, over a week. What kinds of strategies are they using to manage their kids' behaviour? And if it constantly includes using a device, then it might be time to rethink and and to include other strategies that you use to help you to do that and and you know maintain order and, and happiness in the family home.
0: One of the things you've written about before is the association around the use of technology. So there can be negative associations. So it's either a punishment or a reward, um, you know, or if, you know, they're they're frustrating you and you just want them to shut up, you give them the iPad. Um, But you're trying to encourage parents in particular to change the way they view technology in that sense. How do you see we can change the relationship into being a positive one?
1: Yeah there's lots of great ways to think about that. One is first of all how you think about technology. Does it do you think it actually can add value to your child's life? Can it make them help them to be more creative? Can it help them to find new interests? Can it help them to learn to read? Um, those kinds of things. Is it a great thing that you can use to share an interest, to play a game together? So there's lots of good positive things. So it depends on how you think about technology and any positive it can add to your child's life. If you're down on, ne- on technology and think well it's not going to add anything good to my child's life, then that's the way you're thinking about it in the home. So you're probably not going to use it in ways that are empowering, in ways that are helping kids to learn. But there's lots of evidence to show that good quality use of technology is very good for children. So if they're doing something creative on there, drawing a picture, making music, writing something... You know, those creating an artwork, those kinds of things, it's just as valuable if they do it on a screen as if they do it on paper. What's even more valuable is if they get to do it on both those things, on paper and on a screen, because the more a child can apply their knowledge to different kinds of mediums and different kinds of scenarios, the better. You know, that's how we learn. It's also important to think about... um, when you, if a child is on their device at home, so say that they're spending a bit of time on their tablet playing a game, how do you then engage with that child? Are you just leaving them there to their own devices and not really talking with them? Is it a time when you just see it as quiet time for yourself, or do you bring their activity on their screen? Into family life, you know, do you talk about what they're doing? Are you proud if they've actually achieved something that they think is really valuable in their game? Are you just as proud of them doing that as you would be if they've been using blocks and and creating something with that? So our attitudes to technology and how it can value kids is really important in the ways that it you actually encourage it, the types of activities you encourage them to use and um, and then how much you spend time with them on the device as opposed to just leaving them by themselves. Um, I go into a lot of families homes and what I find often is that a child's technology use is uh, quite segregated from family life and parents often really don't know what their kids are doing on technology and you know that is a, a concern I think.
0: Do you have any advice for how parents can develop, let's call them screen boundaries in their families, particularly if um, they might feel, reflecting on it, they might feel that the horse has already bolted?
1: yeah and uh it 's school holiday time now so uh it can they can get overused now, so I think it takes just a bit more planning on behalf of the parents and I know parents are really busy, um, but school holiday times uh particularly I think are important to plan a bit of time. Uh, plan what the child's going to do and I don't mean a systematic, you know we're doing this for 15 minutes and this for 2 minutes that kind of thing but you know working out what they're going to do over the day so in the morning, okay, you can play you know, on your, your tablet for a little while but then after that let's make lunch together then after that we're going to go to the park in the afternoon so the child knows you know, that they're, going, they're going to have time on the device but they're all going to, also going to be able to do these other fun things and I think another good thing in terms of managing a child on the screen is to give them an amount of time so okay this amount of time you can play on a device but to also help them to manage the time to give them a timer, to put a timer on their screen, to let them look at the clock and to keep track of how much time they've got. It will help them to monitor their gameplay or what they're doing on the device. But also it saves that thing when you say, okay, time to get off and they don't want to get off because they didn't know it was coming up, you know. They've been able to see their time tick away. They know they've just got a short amount of time left. But then you need to be consistent. When, when you've said it's time off, then it's time off. So be consistent in that message as well.
0: Joanne, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That's Dr Joanne Orlando. She's a researcher in technology and children at the University of Western Sydney.